Good morning, everybody. Dr. Z here, and welcome to the Z Time Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you guys about uh, the truth about non-caloric uh, sweeteners or non-nutritional sweeteners, NNS. You know, a lot of people ask me about monk fruit. A lot of people ask me about aspartame. A lot of people ask me about sucrose. And so what is the truth and what is the reality of these uh, chemicals that make us uh, or, or that, you know, make food sweet but uh, seem to not have any calories or seem to have no carbohydrates? What is the reality of it? Well, Dr. Tay from uh, National University of Singapore actually studied this and he wanted to see what were the glycemic responses or the sugar elevations after eating this um, a meal with these sweeteners. Interestingly enough, um, differently from what is conventionally recommended um, is that these sweeteners actually did not have any influence on either lower or higher insulin responses as compared to sucrose. So, interestingly enough, they saw no statistical difference if somebody used sucrose or if somebody used aspartame or if somebody used monk fruit or if somebody used stevia. So there seems to be no difference. And he said that any calories that you count down, people actually overeat in the next meal and they kind of balance each other out. So it seems like our brain has this thermostat of trying to get to the calories that we are used to eating. It is trained in a way to keep us at the way that we have to, at the way that we are. And so we have to train ourselves, train the brain. You have to create the pathways in the brain that create the weight that you want in a way. So it's like you got to take your brain to the gym. And so he also found out that, yeah, there was no real influence in between using any of these um, aspartame, stevia, or monk fruit. And so it's, it's really interesting to see because many people ask me this question about monk fruit. Uh, and so how come is monk fruit sweet? Um, monk fruit is actually sweet because of a uh, compound called mogrosides. And these mogrosides are natural compounds and they make it sweet. They are antioxidants in a way, and they do make it sweet. But, you know, as we see from the study of Dr. Tay, he just shows that um, we can compensate by eating more. And then also, there is really no difference in the glycemic response. So it doesn't like lower it a lot. And so you can take these findings. And I think the way I like to look at this is that for instance, some people eat gum so that while they're fasting, and that can be beneficial because it can help you get through the cravings, but it's actually almost like a band-aid because what happens is that you're training your brain for more sweets. And so you eat that gum and your brain is just looking for more sweets. See, the sweets go into the pleasure center of our brain and it actually avoids us from getting tired of sweets. And so the more we have sweets, the more we want sweets, just like a drug addiction. 
And so that is the problem with artificial sweeteners that we're fooling ourselves thinking that we're using another artificial sweetener, but really it, we're just training our brain to want more sweets. And as we can see from the studies, it shows that it doesn't make a difference that the, that the sugar still goes up almost the same way. The other part of it is that you know, I, I love a concept in Chinese medicine where you look back at the week and you take an account as uh, um, a summary of all of the uh, tastes. You know, do you taste bitter? Do you taste sweet? Do you taste uh, astringent? What sort of tastes do you have all over, the, you know, through the past week? And how does that relate to your health? Meaning you go back and you see, okay, wow, uh, like when I did this the first time, I realized that most of the times I'm actually just craving sweets. But once you train your brain to not have to eat sweets all the time and to not look for sweets, it starts almost developing the taste for all these other flavors, amazing different flavors that are out there and all their different tastes that your uh, tongue can actually taste because everything is being overshadowed by sweet. So we're becoming almost like a one flavor um, human beings where we're just looking for sweets and everything has sweets in it. So we're forgetting all the importance of all the different flavors. And so I think this is a great study because it shows that it shows that, you know, we're thinking we're tricking our body, but there is no trick. Our bodies, in a way, you know, this is still going to cause us to eat more. This is still going to cause us to look for more sweets. And it's still going to have a similar uh, sugar response. So if you are wanting to get rid of your type 2 diabetes, if you're trying to lower insulin resistance, if you're trying to improve these markers, then it is in your best interest to actually start training your brain to look for other tastes and to uh, find the beauty in a way from the other tastes. All right, everybody, that is it for today. I hope you guys have a phenomenal day. Dr. Z here, take care.